This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ah. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everybody into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We have another exciting episode of Talking Cowboys for you guys today. Of course, Mickey, Rob, Brian will be breaking it all down as the Cowboys get ready to take on the Washington Redskins this Sunday for their second divisional opponent. So it's very exciting. Brian, how you doing in that uh, that nice vest you're sporting? Yeah. Is that from Cowboys Pro Shop? Absolutely, Cowboys Pro Shop. Make sure you go online and get one. All day, all day. Are you getting paid to advertise? No, nah, I just like to like the stuff. model. Or no, what? I'm a bad model. You're going to need it tomorrow. Yeah, I heard it's going to be a little bit. It was a little chilly this morning walking. I'm sorry. I yeah. didn't mean to like. Uh, going downhill. No, weather weatherman. It? Let's weather it up. Yeah. Going downhill tomorrow? Yes. Big time. How did you not know that? You of all people. No, I heard. Did, did you check I, the weather again for Washington? I did. What does it look like? 100% chance of rain. I think Taylor told you that yesterday, didn't you? No, and no, no. And it hasn't you changed. You told me that, but. 100% chance. Hmm. So what are you going to be wearing? I'm going to have to bring some <laughs> trench coat that repels water. What are you going to wear? I don't know yet. She's got a pregame show. She's got to stand out there. I don't yeah, have to Rob. go down there, you know. Yeah, I choose to go down there. You do there. choose that. Yeah. yeah. Rob? We'll figure it out. Talk right? to Jerry Madeline about that because I'm sure whatever you wear in the rain is not. It'll be I, like the hat look. All you're the going. What was that game you hats. brought the bad umbrella? Didn't you have a bad umbrella? Was it Buffalo? Miami, probably. Buffalo was just bad. Miami, bad. But, uh, yeah, Miami was bad. Miami, Miami was like a hurricane. You and I were on the field, and you looked over the. You looked over the. Remember, you looked over the stands and goes. We need to get out of here. Yeah, and then and it then it let a, it let it let go for sure. Hey, it's Washington D.C. Wear a trench coat. Trench coat. I'll wear my trench coat. We could be matching, and take a picture. I yeah. love that idea. Let's yeah. do that. Well, that's exciting for uh, two new kickers for each team to have to go into that kind of weather. And it's never easy to kick outside, but Mike Nugent will have the additional challenge of kicking in the rain. So with a wet ball. Yes, wet ball. How do you yeah. throw, do? You guys throw throw a wet football well. Do you snap a wet football I, well? You know, I didn't like it. <laughs> not one. Did you bit. practice that? Oh yeah, we used to we used to take um, we used to take those like five gallon buckets, those plastic buckets. If you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, you know they like they hold. Yeah, like the uh, paint bucket. Yeah, things. paint bucket thing. But in restaurants, they usually yeah. like, they put slaw or potato salad, whatever in these big buckets. And the, we used to stand there and they dip the ball in the water and then hand it to you and you'd snap it, and that's. But, you know, in the NFL nowadays, because of the ball, you know, the various – they can keep the kicking balls dry because they don't play those. Those are only used for, uh, you know, for for that specific time of the game. So you, the, the, the other balls get rotated through. But, yeah, I was surprised. It was a good question, I thought, that they asked, you know. Yeah, Because absolutely. we've seen a little bit – if you remember the Giants game earlier, shit, it was played at AT&T. And I thought that Dak had some problems with sweaty – with some sweat hand. If that's a, it's a bad way of saying is that, a cl- is that a clinical term? Yeah, but he was really he was overly sweaty hands perspiring and and you know the ball was shaking on him a little bit it was mm. moving on him you know and I I was wondering if it was he was having problems with his hand being wet but Dak's got big hands and so he you know he could probably handle it but you know Garrett told the story this morning about Aikman you know Aikman with the big hands maybe a psychological thing with him not handling the weather very well yeah Jason kind of treated that question like he did the altitude. Denver week yeah. like you know what it's a mindset thing 
don't don't worry about it. Did he it. say be your best regardless of circumstances? He yes. said he said control what you can control in so many words. Yes, he did. Maybe they need but to bring in day by day. for for practice big baby and he could snap the ball and it'll be soggy when it gets to the quarterback. Oh, but uh, Derek Kennard, yeah. Who sweat a lot. Yeah, that's, Troy had yeah, to have yeah. him wear a towel. Yeah. Might have been the only center that had to wear a towel because yeah. Troy had to go up and wipe his hands off. Wipe his hands off, and then Derek would take the towel and wipe between his legs. Okay. Because he sweats so much. Thank Alrighty. you, Mickey. <laughs> that's the in depth reporting you get here on Talking you know, Cowboys. You don't get that anywhere else. <laughs> no, you don't. You got to no, dry no. your pants off. There's some, there's, some, there's some centers that do change pants at halftime. I games. believe it. Yeah, because yeah. quarterbacks, it, it is. But in, in, in this game, yeah, if it turns into something to keep an eye on. Absolutely. You know, both, both teams are going to have to deal with it. The grass field looks it's like it's in really good shape. So, like you say, late in the year we've gone to that place and it's been a mess. So now if it's a 100% chance of rain, at least the grass field will be okay in that regard. But, yeah, it's going to be tough for both teams to have to deal with that. The one team that running football travels. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, the running, if you can run the football, that travels. So we'll see. And, you know, the officials can change out the balls quickly. But if you go no huddle, you got no shot to do that, no right? Shot. Yeah. So, because they can bring in the ball boy on the sideline, can keep him in a pouch, and then you can change him out. It used to be where you had to worry about the other team with, with their ball boys. But, yeah. you know, Adam Pacifica for the Cowboys actually is part of. Of the you know here he's, he does contracts right. but during the game day he works as a ball boy on the road to help you know facilitate like that so you, you got being you, a Dallas Cowboys analyst and then bank robber stopper whatever you have to do do what you have to do <laughs> Jeff Heath knows that very well yeah mild mannered scout by day yeah, yeah just stop bank robbers during the day it's amazing yeah. yes so it was a fairly comforting feeling for the Dallas Cowboys as they got their practice report from yesterday and the Dallas Cowboys only had six members of their team on it. Of course, four DNPs, Cheeto, Dan Bailey, Tyron Smith, and then a surprising new one, Kyle Wilbur, his knee. Did you see his knee guys yesterday in the locker room? No, I did not see that. I he was walking pretty slow going through. Yeah, it was pretty slow. Gingerly. Yeah. Very gingerly. Yeah, good word. And so Garrett, of course, said Tyron will be back at practice today with that veteran Wednesday, but Kyle Wilbur would be limited. 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 And surprisingly, even though he said Sean Lee was going to be limited yesterday, he was actually full. Right. Good sign for him. Mm -hmm. They were going to start him out limited, see what he could do, wound up having a full practice make. Of course. Sean Lee, once he got out there with a helmet on and pads, you think he was going to walk off? No. No way. This is it's it's now. I know we've got now ten straight games. Yeah. But this is this game is, uh, and to me, you know, all games are must win. But this is a game that Sean Lee. He, you know, he's he, you got to get something going here. You know, they they've got to find a way. They gave away two games. Felt like they got a game back last week against 49ers. Got to put some things together. Take advantage of some situations. You know, find a way to win this game. Kansas City's lost a couple of games. Atlanta's had their share of troubles. Maybe get something going role-wise, you know? He actually spoke exactly to that after the game the other day. Yeah. Defense specifically that most of the guys are getting healthy. He's back. They've got some of these DBs back. Hitchens is back. Hitchens is back. Still waiting on Cheeto. David Irving's back. They never really had Cheeto. No, they never have. Doesn't feel like they have, yes. So, I mean, there there is healthy and, you know, have everybody on board as they've had all season. Yeah. So now let's see it. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, on the other hand, I Yon, th- Yon, yep, Mickey, see this. Yeah, Mickey just destroyed the Washington Redskins uh, practice report because it was a lot more guys. We almost needed about. page two. Yep. yep. Okay, walk us through it. Oh, so, so Paul Harvey there, Mickey. Yes, thank you. It wouldn't buy everybody. Yeah, I knew exactly. Old what people talking. again. Old people. Experienced people. Yeah. Every How time. You? You're going to have to wor- learn that. Yeah. I would like. You it. will learn in it about 40 years, yeah. by the way. <laughs> It's a long time to go. Okay. Though. Yeah, she's got a long time to Look learn. Look forward to 65. that. 65. So Taylor hosting the show at 65. Yeah, really. She might. She'll get it at some point. Yeah, she will. Uh, I counted up 13 guys that were limited or did not practice, and it was an Oof. estimation for the Redskins because they had so many people hurt on a short week playing Monday. They decided not to practice on Wednesday, but so they gave an estimation as. If we had practiced, this is how these guys would have been listed. So 13 guys limited or did not practice. Of the 13, six were DNP'd. So we'll see what happens today. Tell us the DNP's. The most significant has been the offensive line. Yes. Yes. Four-fifths of their offensive line uh, was DNP'd. That included Trent Williams. Yep. Uh, who's contemplating knee surgery. So he's trying to play through it. He needs it, uh, and he's not sure if he's hurting the team by trying to play through it. Uh, Their other tackle, Moses Morgan, has two sprained ankles. I think they listed him as limited. Uh, Brian uh, Sheriff, he DNP'd second-degree sprain of his MCL, uh, center Spencer Long, DNP'd. It says knee, knee. So that must mean he has two knees. Uh, and then they had backups uh, that were unable uh, to practice. Uh, Ty Nsiki. He's from Arlington, by the way. Did not oh, know that. Good old Ty. As a matter of fact, he came through. I, I was trying to find out how to pronounce the last name because yeah. it's very difficultly spelled. Uh, he's out three to six weeks. Uh, he had uh, surgery to repair a torn core muscle. Oof. So he's their immediate backup tackle. Um, but, yeah, he's from, Lo- from from Arlington, and he played in Arena Football League before he got a shot at the NFL. So kind of a long ways for him. So, uh, And they had another backup uh, guard, Tyler Catalina, mm-hmm. uh, limited with a concussion. Yeah. So they're Dang, banged man. up on that off. So – Yesterday, I think we talked about it when Jay Gruden was asked about, you know, his offensive line, who's available, and he goes, that's a great question because he didn't know, and and that's one of the reasons why he didn't know. And we spoke yesterday about uh, Jonathan Allen, their first-round draft choice. He's on IR with a a fractured bone in his foot. And I missed this one. Phil Taylor, who was going to be their nose tackles on IR, and Taylor mentioned their kicker. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, he's on injured reserve. So they've got some problems. Now, they think Josh Norman's going to be back. Uh, He's been out a couple weeks with uh, fractured ribs, which is not easy. Uh, And then they had a safety, DeShazer Everett, uh, Mm -hmm. hamstring limited. And I believe the other safety you got two more corners, too, Breland and Breland. Actually, Breland was full for a change. But he's been... He, but he's, he's been lit. he suited up Monday night and right. he wasn't hundred percent. So they're banged up all over this roster. Mm-hmm. Well, can you catch your breath after saying all those things? I'm I'm, I'm worn out. 
It should be worn out because they will be playing with a backup kicker. You're right. I think they signed Justin Rose from Texas. Kicked last Nick week. Rose. Made all Nick his Rose, extra yeah. points yeah. Yeah. And Rose. Yeah. from Highland Park. Mm-hmm. He is from Highland Park and had the the swoopiest dra- frat hair that I've ever seen. Made all his extra points and kicked a 27-yard field goal. So he's he's at least gone out there and shown 27 him he yards. He had a southern swoop. Oh yeah, his was the infamous headshot that went around for a little bit for Texas. Oh, okay. Is that the Cutler cut? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Similar. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. You would recognize. I was like in college 30 years. Very ago. prominent. Yeah, very prominent throughout the SEC. Oh, did you yes. have one? I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but 27 yards, okay. Well, he made it. You know, anything you get out of your backup kicker, it's gravy. Yeah. Are you about to go on a rant on this guy? I Kay? just, you know, I, I didn't like the picture. No, but you know, I did find this out about Nugent. I was looking up just different things about him and kind of an, his interesting background. Obviously, you know, when he won the national championship for Ohio State back in 2002. Jim Trestle. Yep, good old Jim Trestle. <clears throat> How old was Zeke? He was seven years old. And Zeke would eventually win a national championship <laughs> for Ohio State as well. They were both MVPs for their national championship team. Wow. Of course, Ezekiel Elliott, naturally the running back and the great one that he was for Ohio State. But, yes, Nugent was the first place kicker for Ohio State to ever get that kind of award. Hmm. And he was a second-round draft pick too, right? Yeah. Well, he also won the Luke Rosa, which Dan Bailey won. Yeah. And uh, Aguayo. A lot of kicker talk going on today. Well, I'm just saying, you guys, this is going to be a big thing this weekend, especially when you're talking about, you know, kind of the weather and everything. Sure. I think it's going to come down to that. And if it doesn't come down to that, it's going to come down to Is that your Jones. Friday prediction? Kicker, no. Kicker? No, I actually have a better Friday prediction. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure. you're. I've just got to think you're maybe setting this thing up. Does it impact Chris Jones at all with – a new kicker? Actually, he, he, Nugent said it. Go ahead, Rob. Well, I, I talked to Chris a couple of days ago. He said the way the way Dan likes the ball to be held as part of the kicking operation is the same way that Mike prefers it. So there's no real difference there. Um, Nugent spoke to just how systematic their operation is. Those two guys, LP and Chris Jones, have done this for years together. So he's already got a comfort level oh, yeah. with it. Yeah. He said, basically, I've just got to go out and do my job now. So just make the kicks. Yeah. And and so we'll see. Uh Tay brings up a great point. I mean, the weather he he was asked about it too, and he said it's you know, it's not something that really affects me so much as the as the operation. Once you gotta get the ball down for me to kick. Uh but sure it could sure, certainly be a factor. Yeah. Somebody asked actually asked him about all these Ohio State players that are on the Cowboys team. And he was like, Yeah, they Probably were there after me. We yeah. weren't there together. Oh, they were. They didn't realize that he was a vested veteran like, type guy. He'd been in the league twelve years. Yeah. This is his thirteenth year. Yeah. Just looking for an angle, you know. Yeah, that's right. that's a stretch. I'm writing that story. So <laughs> Go ahead. Mickey. Gonna put it on five points blue. Or it, what? Oh, man, the daggers don't end here. <laughs> the daggers don't end. Now, Kyle Wilbur, are you guys at all concerned about him having that banged up knee this week? He doesn't look very good yeah. to be ready for Sunday. I don't. I don't know. I, he's yeah. a special teams player. Yeah, he is. And that's you know, he's the guy that made the tackle. We, were, we kind of broke down on uh, on in the film room the other day. He's the one that made the tackle that mm-hmm. Jeff Heath on the kickoff. So, yeah, I, I think though this is where they're a little banged up too with Justin Durant True. as well. And so now with you got groin, now right. how, okay, how much 
And how fast can you get Justin March Lillard ready to play? That's where that you know he he could very well factor into what you're having. You, you, you know you you brought up the Kyle Wilbur thing, but there's a guy that's a rotational backup guy when they need you know when they sometimes when Damian Wilson loses his mind and doesn't play well or does something crazy, you know they say okay Kyle get in there and kind of you know they correct to, you know correct Wilson. But yeah, I mean I think now it's going to be about okay can you use some. Uh, and, you know, uh, March Lillard uh, in this football game. Have you noticed that he loses his mind less when Sean Lee's on the field? Yeah. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. <laughs> we, including but especially the, Damian Wilson. Yeah, but Damian Wilson will make some crazy plays where you're like, you're like, boy, that's a good play, and then you're going, whoa, what is he thinking yeah, there? Yeah, where'd you go there? Where'd you go there? So, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully things – Hopefully Kyle Wilbur can get back, but you guys are just making me kind of nervous about that he's not going to play this It didn't this look good. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being honest. Just was, the way he was moving. It was oh, very you, swollen. Oh, you saw the knee. I saw yeah. the knee. It was yeah. just very swollen. And, I mean, yeah. you know, obviously not practicing. We'll be curious to see what the practice report comes back from for today. Yeah, if he doesn't practice today, I don't think he plays. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just an interesting one. And Cheeto limited yesterday or – DMP yesterday out again. DMP, yeah, he's not going to make it. Yeah, he's not going to make it this week. When when could we even expect to see him again? Maybe next week. Maybe the week after. The Chiefs. I, yeah, I would say he's week to week. Yeah, and and see. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a timetable. I'm just trying to. You know, the, the, when they put him back out there, it's it wasn't full on pull. It just they they yeah, tweak. T- yeah, it's, tightened up on. Yeah, it tightens up. So he, it's like it gets fatigued. I guess is the right word, and you know it. It is disappointing because I said it yesterday. They're playing so many young guys, and they're okay with that, mm-hmm. you know. And heck, you got a pass rush. You got a little pass rush now. So all of a sudden, you know, the secondary. You know, you, you want to play secondary. You know, your mistakes aren't magnified if you yeah. get some pass rush there. So it, ah, it, you know, the other thing, he'd be a good matchup in this game if he yes. were healthy. Jordan Reed. They focus on their Davis a lot. Yeah, Vernon yeah. Davis, Jordan yeah. Reed. Uh, you know, it's interesting. They're, Chris Thompson and those two tight ends are among their top receivers. They, they kind of spread it around. So a big physical corner like Cheeto who can play safety, much like Byron, cover tight ends, that would have been a nice asset. That would have been. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they were training him for that too. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, now you put Byron down there in the slot and Xavier Woods comes in. Yeah. Play a lot of dime because of their tight ends that can get down the field. Got to be ready for the ball going down the field in this game. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what they do. Yep. Well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. You guys can call us. The number's 214-872-2102. We will be right back. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talking Cowboys. Tommy John, underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Trust me, I wear it. Trust Brian as well. It's nothing like you've ever worn before. Plus, it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. That is beautiful, Robert. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course, yesterday, Josh Norman was limited for the first time since his rib injury against, was that week two, I believe, when they were on Monday Night Football? Yes. Yes. So, Josh Norman, Des Bryant, will we see it this weekend? Everyone wants to know. So do the commercials. (laughs) So, So do the sponsors? Yeah. I think you'll see it this weekend. Now, how much... How exciting it will be? No, no. Well, I think that, you know, like you said, I think you have to see how really how limited, though, that Norman is. The, the mobility, the flexibility, the ability to turn, ability to run. He's going to have to be physical with Bryant. That's the kind of his way of playing. Yeah. You know, I, I, would, I would test him. I mean, I know it sounds crazy to test Josh Norman, but I would find out really where he's at can he, physically in this game. Can he run with those runs? Yeah, can you turn, run, do all, you know, I think that's... You know, make them want to tackle. Yeah, make run it, the ball exactly, right. Exactly, exactly. I, I I totally agree with that. I, I, mean, I, I mean, Des had last year against him. He had pretty good, and I don't know that he matched up. If not I all the time, but the yes, first yeah. time Josh yeah. Norman complained, right? right? But in the two games, Des was five for seventy-two and seven for one hundred two. Right. So bring it on. Yeah. Let's have it. Yeah. And 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 truly play man too. Don't be sitting there with a linebacker kind of out in the flat to. <laughs> To cut off a slant, you know, play man to man. It's a new defensive coordinator there, mm-hmm. so we'll see what Greg Minuski does with how they handle. What as, is he known for? Well, he's a, he's a, really a disciple. He's a three four guy. I'm trying to think of where his where his where he would learn from. Uh, you know, he was with he, San Diego forever. Did he Wade worked together. That's what I'm trying to. I, I, I know they're in friends. San Diego. That's what I'm saying. San Diego would probably. San Diego. Yeah, I'm thinking, no, no, but that's saying. No, because the Cowboys were trying to get him to interview for the job. Right. Wait, yeah, he was he right? was he was in San Diego as their defensive coordinator. Yeah, and they denied the, right. them to right. the ability to interview. I think he played for Wade. I think that's really the that's, connection. Yes. I think you're yeah. right. So, so that's where, you know, where how he'll match up. He's got problems in his secondary, though. Yeah. He's got they they haven't they haven't been as good as coverage. Their sacks and stuff, the pressures and all has been good, but they've had some trouble in their secondary uh, giving up some plays. So, yeah, challenge them. 
Well, let's see where he's at health-wise. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Aaron from Dallas on the line. What is your question? Hey, guys. Um, this is my first time calling in, and uh, I was just having a question about um, Dez Bryant, actually, about uh, what do you guys think um, is his deal with being that he's not seeming like he's being his catching as good as he's has in the past and um, just had to kind of want to see what you guys thought about that and I'll hang up and listen. Well, Rob, you said that uh, Coach Garrett was getting asked about that earlier today. Yeah, and, and Jason's point was he, he said, first of all, he thought Dez is getting better and better as the season's gone on. Um, he basically said the numbers are misleading. You can't focus on stats, especially with this offense when you think about the focus is to get Zeke 20 to 25 carries a game. And if you he did the math, I mean, you have 55, 60 plays in a game. There's only so many passes that are going to go around. And uh, he's going to have to take advantage. All these guys have to take advantage of their opportunities. And he thinks Dez has done that. I thought you, you wrote about that one play, the four-yard catch to keep the drive going in right. the first half. I thought that was a terrific drive by Dez. I think he had three first downs on that play. Yeah, uh, His routes were crisp. He made tough catches. I do think he's getting better and better this season. Yeah, Des Bryant has accepted he will not be like the other receivers around the league. That you know, now Pittsburgh finds a way to get their guy going, even when they run the football. Yeah, but Des Bryant's okay with his stat line as long as the team continues to win games. When they did not have the running back that they have, you know, currently have, and that some of the other weapons, Beasley and all that, it was more about Des Bryant. Mm -hmm. But they don't. I don't think you're ever going to see Des Bryant have one of those games where it's the stat line is huge. They rely on him, like Rob, Rob says, to get tough, make tough plays and be a red zone weapon. His numbers in the red zone are always going to be good for touchdowns. That's the things you have to always – as long as he's doing that, he's comfortable with it because he knows first they're a run-based football team. Yeah, and, you know, and he's on pace for like 10 touchdowns this yeah. season. He's the he team of four right now. He hasn't been like superb catching those low passes that are on the ground. Right. Uh, but – you know, if you get it kind of in his catch radius, he's catching it. Yeah. He's snatching the ball, and yeah. then he's running. You yeah. know, no one wants to get in his way. So, I'm sure if he was with another team that his numbers would probably be better. I just yeah. think – I just I, think I really when, do. When you have a team that scored 28, 30, 31, and 40, don't worry about who's doing what. They're doing something. Yeah. They're, they're averaging well, over – 30 points I'll say, a game. I'll say this. I'll, I'll tell you why people, and this is where, and Mickey, you're going to hate this answer, what I'm about to give you. All right. But this is where fantasy football comes oh. in. <laughs> Seriously. Why people care about Des Bryant's numbers? Yeah. 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 They, you know, you should care about, the, and, 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 and no, def, no offense to my guy who made the call. Well, I'm sorry, the gentleman. Aaron. 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 Uh, no offense, Aaron. Now, I know you're listening. No offense. But I think we focus on fantasy football, as fans do, focus on those and think that a guy's not doing what he's supposed to do. Or the numbers? Why the numbers so bad? Why you know why? Got a touchdown yeah, last week. Yeah, see that's where I think that people get a little bit the, the 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 evaluation of a player by a fan turns into just because the fantasy points aren't there. Jay yeah. Gruden. Yeah. Right. Did you say that yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Fantasy numbers. Yeah, it, it's. I think it. I, and that, I, it yeah, came I, up because I, the yeah. guy asked about Des Bryant. Yeah, I agree. I, I think when you sit down and watch on, you know, you go to Game Pass on DallasCowboys.com, go watch games. You actually game. see Des doing good things. Yeah, you see him doing other things. I mean, he was blocking the other day. I mean, there's things that these guys do in games that's not all about. We talked about Tyron Crawford is another guy. You, you know, the, the stat sheet will never, ever make you feel like that, Ty, that Tyron Crawford is doing a great job. 
But if you watch the All-22, you'll see him do things in a game that you're like going, oh, wow, okay, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. He, he's, you know, we, we, we're kind of based on numbers. We're a numbers society. And, and good or bad, you know, you got to really focus in on the big picture. And Brian's it. right. Like, he's a guy that absolutely, if they're winning, he's okay with it. And yeah. there, there are receivers in the history of this league, they want their numbers, you yeah. know. And, yeah, they want to win too, but they got to get their numbers because it's about, you know, some of it is I'm making this amount of money. I want to live up to my contract. And, and it is about people look at how many catches and how many yards you got. Des wants to win games. That has always been his top priority. And I credit him for that. Yeah, yeah Mickey, you're right. The Cowboys are averaging 27.5 points per game now in the last – Four games, you're right, Mickey, the highest scoring games, of course, 32.75 points. Yeah. And yeah. last year they finished at 26.67, something like that. They and keep, we were sitting there going, oh, look at this offense. They yeah. keep playing offense the way they are. They, they, will, they will put a lot of pressure on people to have to play right along with them. Now hopefully your defense can catch up. Yeah, well, for the Redskins defense that's already injured and, and already allowing 24.5 points per game from yeah. their opponents. Yeah. So yeah, and their run defense, the ranking's pretty good, Tay. But you know, the the score kind of got out of whack in a couple of those games. You saw what the Chiefs were able to do, right? Able to run the ball against them. So a little misleading again, yeah. stats wise. Yeah. yeah, and you know, last week a lot of things that we were talking about was, oh guys, don't forget this is a San Francisco team that's lost very close games, and the Redskins game was probably one of the closer. They should have lost that game. The Redskins should have actually lost to San Francisco if it wasn't for a, a terrible call. Controversial call. Yeah, that it's funny though the narrative too about the 49er game. It was tough game, tough t- tough game, close game, close game, and then all of a sudden you beat them by a large margin. Everybody then goes, ah, oh, it's the 49ers. Yeah, it's tough to win games in this yeah. league. On I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't care who you're. You know, yeah. Try go try and play that survival pool stuff. Go pick those games. It's tough to win. Yeah, Jerry said on the fan this week, like he can't recall many times in throughout his ownership where it's a thirty point lead in the second half, and you really can yeah. just kind of take a breath because yeah. it's just the NFL, especially since the salary cap came in. It's just games aren't like that. Yeah, that's very true. But also, guys, this week. Demarcus Lawrence has a great matchup, but Tyrone Crawford, I think, has the bigger matchup here. Yeah. I, you I mean do, bigger. Yeah. Like, I think that he could capitalize on oh, his situation. Favorable. Favorable. Favor- favorable. Thank yeah. you, Mickey. Thank I, I, you. Think, I think you guys talked about it in that whole thing with the injury thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, with Morgan Moses, he is a slow-footed guy to begin with, and now you're dealing with, you know, ankle problems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, keep an eye on that one. I said it yesterday. They've done a nice job of taking advantage of beat-up offensive line or lines that aren't doing very well. Now, the, the, the kicker here for the Redskins will be the quarterback play because he will get the ball out quick. He will not hold that football if he can. So, you know, we'll see. Can you cover, you know, Crowder? I think that's a matchup I wrote about today on DallasCowboys.com is with Jamison Crowder, how will, how will uh, Orlando Skandrick play against him? Because that could very well be, you know, you have to find a way to win that matchup if you can. But, yeah, uh, you know, with Lawrence, you know, have at it with Morgan. If he's you – know, I have a feeling that you're going to see the Redskins. They've got those multiple tight ends. Hey, if you have to – if him rushing the passer so well means they have to keep one of those tight ends to block, and you surely don't want Jordan Reed to be that guy because he gave up a sack in the Philadelphia game being that guy. So – you know, we'll see if Vernon Davis and they're going to make him run the angle a little bit wider this week. So the fact that 
Chris Thompson's their leading receiver has a lot to do with Kirk Cousins. He'll he'll he'll, he'll utilize get rid of it, the yeah. short passing. He'll, he'll, game. Get, he'll get rid of it quickly. But uh, like I say, Dallas has to be ready for the ball going down the field too. The, a lot of this, the in cuts and things like that. Dallas has not done a very good job when they've played that when they when you've had a little bit of that when they get in that too deep that zone kind of. And I'm not saying they play cover two all the time. But there's, but they've had trouble with the spacing between the Mike linebacker and the safeties, and teams have hit some inside cuts on them right there, and that's what the Redskins will try and do in this game. I have a feeling, a lot of movement with the receivers, a lot Chris of movement. Thompson, what a what a funny guy to now be their leading receiver, isn't he? Yeah, the, guy, the running back is mm-hmm. their leading receiver. He's been on this team for a few years. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a good player, and and they player. and they will find ways to get him the football in space. That's that's the big thing. They will run. The Redskins are really really big on the pick routes. You're gonna see you know you're gonna see guys getting rubbed yeah. on the outside. That's something that they get ready for. That you're gonna see, you know, defensive backs and, and especially if you got some young guys, you got to be careful, Jordan Lewis, in this game. The guys in you know tight formations and guys rubbing off each other and then finding a way you know to to kind of build space. So uh it, it's they do it with they do it with thompson they, they'll run guys inside and put him in the flat especially down in the red zone got to watch the red zone screen i know i said it yesterday but that's another thing that uh, reminds me very much of the old days like when andy reed with with westbrook remember you know with oh, westbrook yeah. and how they used to throw stuff to the backs and then it, it's also it's a six yard pass it turns into a 76 yard pass mm-hmm. yeah reed so thompson leads him in yards yeah but he's got one catch for 74 so that kind of skewed yeah. his 15.9 average. Actually, Jordan Reed leads them in receptions with 26. <clears throat> so they don't have any, but they've got like one, two, three, four, five, six guys that have between 15 and 26 mm-hmm. catches. So they kind of spread it out, but they're leading receivers, tight end, running back. Then it's Crowder, Pryor, Grant, running back, or wide, receiver, wide receiver, number 14. And then Davis, another tight end. Yeah. So they kind of rely on that. Junk underneath. They do. They Although want, the tight ends can get down. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they can. They are, a, they are a catch run team. Yeah. They, they are a catch run team. Yeah. Isn't that how they scored that the Deshaun Jackson last last year? The big, like, 67-yard touchdown? Wasn't it? It was two years ago. Uh, across the Monday field, yeah. Game. Across so the underneath, right? It Was it Brandon Carr? I, 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 Somebody just, yeah. fell down yeah. or and he just took off took and off, yeah. made a game of, I think it was the first time out, maybe. Uh, when they when they only won by what three point four yeah. points, uh, he had that big catch and got them back in the game. Right. So yeah, you know, make them stay underneath. Yeah. Although somehow, some way, Cousins last year threw for more than eight hundred yards in both games. Yeah. So got to what. Well, you got you got to hope for the red zone mistake too. That's yeah. another thing. You know, he he will make he, a mistake. He's done that multiple yeah, he'll, times. I mean, he's not to the level of Eli Manning. But he he will make a mistake on you. Was and that a, was that a, around the end zone in Washington last year? Barry Church, Church. yeah, yep, Barry yeah. Church. They were driving in. I mean, they had Dallas on the ropes pretty much, and now they, you know, then, you know, hey, that's what you got to have. You you give up red zone turnovers, that that's that's killer for your offense. I mean, the, the second game he he completed forty one of fifty three passes for four hundred and forty nine yards in three touchdowns. Yeah, they had five hundred and five yards total offense. And they lost. They only got 26 points. Yeah. Yeah. See, the funny thing to me when you're reading all those stats for their receivers, running backs, tight ends, I really thought in the offseason when they signed Terrell Pryor, I was like, oh, no. Because they had already had kind of a stacked little group of receivers, and they were fast. I mean, Doxon, all those guys, I was like, oh, boy. They, they faced 
prior last year. Yeah. But yeah. They, you know, the quarterback situation in Cleveland just isn't what Kirk Cousins is. So, yeah. But there was an ESPN article that, that today about how they don't play in the same time. Him and um, Dotson and Dotson, they're yeah, both, they, they don't play because they're both ex receivers. So they're trying to work out a rotation with them. But again, they, they're so versatile. They've got tight ends. Jordan Reed to me is almost like a receiver in his ability to separate and run and get down the field. Vernon Davis is still getting it done probably into his 30s now. So good, a lot of talent, a lot of talent offensively. Yeah. And can Jordan, they block? That's That'll be the question. Yeah. Can they block their tight ends? And they, well, no, can they Can they block for Cousins? That, I mean, well, that's what the, the injuries. He got sacked four times on Monday, and yeah. I mean, this that's is, probably is, nicer than it could have been. This mm-hmm. is where Thompson can come in, though. Do you draw a screen? You know, that's one way if you, if you have success, draw a screen. Uh, that that kind of makes defenses have to slow down. You know, okay, we worried about guys, you know, all of a sudden you're rushing and boom, the screen hits you for 38 yards. You know, that's what you have to be really careful from this game. Yeah, I was surprised when I looked at that, Rob, that Cousins had only been sacked four times on Monday. And granted, I mean, the injuries happened at different times during the game, but it will be curious to see if the Cowboys again will take advantage. Of course, they sacked C.J. Beathard five times last Sunday. Right, yeah. So and the hits and the pressure and forcing him to get rid of it quickly too. Again, it doesn't always show up, but yeah, if you can do all of those things, it affects those deep type deep gains that they're able to get usually. Yes, and just to clear up any confusion for anyone who's seen the sweatshirts, t-shirts that Demarcus Lawrence has been promoting, the tank is coming for you shirts. Kirk Cousins is not a left-handed quarterback. No. No, he is right-handed. How did that work out? I was wondering what was that all about. Was just, that just trying not to be uh, infringement rights? Maybe. Well, no. Is that if you make him left-handed, is it not his likeness? Is that a, is that oh, how you get around it? Same uh, number on the jersey, though. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Maybe they just had a cutout of a player and it happened to be left-handed, and they threw a Kirk Cousins jersey on it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought. I thought initially I saw that. I thought yeah. it was a maybe it's mocking Cousins. Well, yeah. people know. have seen that, and then they were tweeting, "Oh, how are you going to handle a left-handed quarterback?" I was like, "Haven't you guys been watching Kirk for like the past two years?" Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking the fantasy score box. Yeah. yeah. No, no one watches. I would they just look. I would love to know what Mickey's fantasy football team name would be. Ain't got time. Oh. oh. Yeah, Mick Shots. Do you have time, time for Mickey's Do you have time for fantasy football? Go ahead, Mick. You have time for fantasy football? I don't play. Right? Tell us why it's terrible. Because it's fantasy. You know, you'd pick somebody this week. You picked week, another fantasy to work You trade on. somebody next week, and then you think teams should well, operate the way you Mickey, operate your fantasy. Mickey has had a luxury of working in the sports industry for a very long time. And for people who don't work in the sports industry, when you come back to work on Tuesday morning after your fantasy teams have played since Thursday through Monday night, and you got a little bragging rights around the cooler. No one wants to hear. That's like somebody going out and playing golf, and they come back and give you a hole by hole explanation of their strokes in the in their round of golf. It's like I don't care. <laughs> Brian, you and I, except for the tea time, I absolutely ready yeah, to go play Saturday, Saturday ten. Saturday. Right, and, yeah, and that's fine. But just don't come back and give me eighteen. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best movie ever. Well, let's right? take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We'll be right back with Robert's Twitter poll. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. 
John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great? Why? Right here it says the ingredients. Right like there the veggies yeah. delivered fresh whole, never frozen, and the pepperoni 100% pork and bean made for us and made to USDA standards with absolutely no fillers. And when you have better ingredients, you have better pizza. Gotta be Papa John's. Gotta be. Gotta be. That was greatness. Now let's get to more greatness. Robert, your Twitter poll. Yes, fairly simple today. We just find it again. Thanks. Okay. All right. I hey, looked. Hey Tay and Mick or Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rob. Let's take a break, Mick. <laughs> Toughest opposing quarterback in the division. Ooh. Kirk Cousins. We just finished talking about him. Hmm. Eli Manning or Carson Wentz with that six and one record. Who you guys got? It's the toughest matchup for the Cowboys defense. Oh, for the Cowboys. Whoever. I but thought you meant toughest, like you're out of this. Just, you left Dak yeah. Prescott out. I actually voted on this one. If you like read you the poll, it says opposing I quarterback. I looked for it. I can't find it. Good Lord. Who you guys got? I took, I took, Car- I took um, Cousins. I voted for Cousins. I think, it's a, I think it's a bad matchup for the Cowboys, to be honest with you. I mean, if he doesn't make mistakes. But, but this record won't tell you that. The record says you beat him. Mm-hmm. But I, I worry about him kind of getting it together, which he has. But the matchup is, is difficult. Matchup is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Say what? Forces you to make mistakes, maybe. Who you got? I, I said Wentz. You got Wentz? I'll hey. take Cousins. Last year, 70 for 99, 813 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. In oh, now years. he wants to play. Yeah, now Two you L's. Play. Two L's. Well, the fans agree with Tay. Carson Wentz by a landslide, 84%, followed by Kirk Cousins, 11%, Eli, 5%. They're going strictly off record, right? Cowboy Nation is. Sure they are. Because if you look at the stats, and stats aren't everything. Sure they are. Cousins is third in the NFL in passer rating ahead of Wentz, 107.2. Yeah, when it comes to stats, all I care about is targets. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big targets stat. are high. How those targets work out last week? I mean, two passes batted at the line of scrimmage, and they gave targets. Target yeah. away. And he yeah. had three more passes he threw in the ground because he was going to try to save himself from getting sacked, and somebody got a target. Yeah, that would be 21 got a target on that one. Yeah. 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 Well, Dak Prescott <laughs> is already – As long as 70 doesn't get a target, you're okay. Yeah. yeah, true. Dak Prescott is already the most endorsed athlete in the NFL. That's pretty impressive. But now he's number one in sales from March 31st to – Jersey sales? Yeah. Whatever. He's surpassed them all. Hmm. Dak mania. Dak mania. So, I mean, that's a little surprising to me still because of the Cowboys having a 3-3 three and three start to the season. Now, granted, Dak is still now even more so considered in the MVP talk. Yes, oh. I was reading a whole article about he's how, he's, up. how he's still considered. What well, do you mean pumped up? You haven't heard his radio commercial? No. I'm <clears throat> pumped up. <laughs> That's all he says. That's it? It's a whole commercial in the middle of the read. It's, I'm Dak Prescott. I'm pumped up. What is it for? So, uh, is it soup? No, no. It's Keurig? 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, yeah. yeah. Well, he's where got he's got his cardboard cutout. Right? Yeah. Kent will have to get that as a drop. I'm pumped <laughs> up. Actually, he told us a funny story yesterday, and I can't remember who it was. It was somebody it was not a family member or was a friend. And when they walk into 7-Eleven, and if the cardboard cutouts yeah. in the back of the store, this guy picks it up and moves, moves it to the front, front of the store. <laughs> and the guy, the guy kept telling him, no, don't do that, because people see it, and they think he's in here. And it's like, well, that's a good thing. In full yeah. uniform, just yeah. hanging out in 7-Eleven. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he always does that, that weirdo. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just congrats to Dak. That just speaks to him again. I mean, obviously, brands are going to continue to endorse you. People are going to continue to buy your gear. And he does it again. Yep. He's Can't young. Miss. He's likable. He's really good. 98.2 passer rating. Keeps getting better. I mean, he's on pace for, I don't know, 3,800 passing yards. Cam Newton should learn some things. Also figured out that if if he had not had those two drop passes into interceptions, he'd be at like 103, almost 104, his quarterback rating. Yeah. So He hasn't been the problem. If there's a problem, and he's, he's been sophomore solution. slump. He's yeah. I would like I said it before. I'd hate to see what this team would be if he wasn't the quarterback right now. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Ray from Fort Worth on the line. What is your question? Okay, first I'd like to say uh, Carson wins by a landslide, not because of targets, but because he's a dual threat. He he's also he's running the ball better, keeping his eyes down the field. He's playing a lot better than he was by uh, last by over last season. You can't relax on him. I'm, you're not worrying about Kirk Cousins taking off and running down the field. So I mean, he he is so Carson Wentz is so much better than he was land, uh, by a landslide. He's got so better people be around him. Is the difference. Um, like you were saying, in regards to Sean Lee, the field general, we have to have him healthy and ready to go in this game. I mean, he he's so much fun to watch. And to be honest, that's. I'm just trying to focus on him on, on the defensive side of the ball. In the games that the offensive coordinator tries to play to occupy him because they know he's such a problem, he's by far our, cover, our best coverage guy, and we're going to need him in this game because they're going to try to isolate those. They're, trying, they're going to get the, the running backs involved in the passing game. And we need this game because it's the NFC East, but it's also an, another NFC. Uh, we can't afford another NFC lock. We can push Washington further behind us. 
we can't afford to, to lose this game because it's an NFC game. Thanks. And it's the Redskins. It's the Redskins. It'll be interesting to see what Carson Wentz's numbers are when they blitz him. Yeah. Because this guy right here, his quarterback rating is a 101 when you blitz when you him. Blitz him? Wow. Yeah. When you blitz him. You know, and, and by the way, matter he's fact, won the ball 22 times for 121. Yeah, times. and then you're also thinking about this too. This team is one of the top teams in the league when it comes to a third and plus 10 conversions, third and more, third and 10 more yards conversion. That's that's saying a lot about a guy when he when he's converting at that rate. You know, you get a guy 41 percent of the time they're converting at those rates. That's uh, that says a little bit about your quarterback. I'd be interested to see what Carson Wentz's numbers are. To Just those. make sure you go score 30 points. Yep, that's all I got to say. Yep. Can they do that? This weekend. Last three teams that played the Redskins averaged 29 points a game. Well, you're, you're one and two when you've scored 30 points last three well, games. Well, you better score 30 again. You better do it again. If you, didn't score, if you didn't score 30, still be one and two. This, is right? gonna, this feels like one of those 41 38 games. Yep. It does. Even, even in the rain, it feels like that to me. I feel like it's always, I think these games always are lower scoring games than people expect them to be. It's tough to play at that place. It is tough. I mean, you got the, there's, there's some great fans there for the Cowboys. I mean, it turns into a it turns into a fist fight in the stands. But I mean, on the field, it's it. You know, we could talk about their banged up offensive line and all that, and uh, hopefully they'll take advantage of that. But man, I mean, it's and this 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 game is not going to be. I don't think this is going to be one of those easy games. Tough I, to I, watch the game at that place. You can't see that low it's angle. It's very difficult. End I agree. Zone, low angle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some what else are you pissed off about? Worst, worst press box in the league. You're about to go to that in December. Oh, Oakland? Yeah, but at least you could see the game. Sure you can. You're 18 miles from the field. But you're still not you're that baseball, high. Baseball press box. You're basically. not that high, though. Yeah. Here you're low and in the corner. Yeah. Big runs don't look like they've gone anywhere. Yeah, can't. You have no depth <laughs> perception. I swear. Some, uh, it was a one game. When, it was the DeMarco Murray game. That when he started the fourth down play, we couldn't tell if yeah. it was because yeah. we were at one in and we couldn't tell if it was in or not. I mean, we were like screaming. You have to watch the big screen. Yeah, you have to figure out the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dak Prescott. We're, TV. we're such complainers. Oh, oh, we're very lucky to be at AT&T oh, Stadium, <laughs> yeah. home of the Dallas Cowboys, home of great food, <laughs> home of great press box. The people, there, the, the people there that cover the team complain about it. As a matter of fact, they complained enough that they got us, and I don't know if they still had it, they <coughs> found a separate small box up high but on the 50-yard line for one beat writer from each team that from each paper that covered the team to be able to watch the game that's good from so yeah. they could see yeah i kind of like it yeah it's different well the cowboys will return that's, to that's awfully Stadium polite next. rob's yep. the most polite guy in the world he is against the chiefs yeah. who have to take on the broncos this weekend so both the cowboys and the chiefs have to take on divisional opponents mm -hmm. which is kind of like finally the schedule's feeling a little bit more yeah, ten straight weeks out. though. Now, I mean, I mean, we've got you got the you, had a, you know last week. Of course, you had to find a way to win the game at San Francisco, but this is going to be a tough run now. I mean, it really, really is with, with the opponents. And you think this is a hardest four game stretch for this team? You're talking about the Redskins. Well, I was said earlier. I said earlier though that I felt like yeah, that you know Kansas City's lost a couple of games. They've given up a lot of points last couple of weeks. Atlanta, Steve Sarkissian, I don't know what he's doing with their offense there in Atlanta. I really, really don't. They've had a lot of problems there. 
You know, it's not as good as it once was. And they thought about there would be some growing pains there with him as an OC. But that, that Atlanta bunch now, they've lost a couple of games at home, which we, you never thought that would happen with them. But yeah, you got to get past this. This you got to not get past. You got to find a way to win these. You know, you got to get in a little roll. You know, last year you, you you know felt like if if you want to hang in there, you know, I mean, division. I mean, it's still you got Philadelphia twice, which will help you. Got to win those games, but you can't you can't just give away any more games, you, especially if Washington's as banged up as we think they are. Yeah, they- I mean, just think the difference of one win makes. Oh yeah. Four and two, Four and three two. and three. Yeah. Rob, can you believe that he's saying that because he doesn't think the first place schedule matters? It matters. It absolutely matters. And that's what you're just saying, Mick. It matters. I said one win. I didn't say anything about the schedule. Yeah. But if you're going up against a harder team. So if they had beaten the Rams, the first place schedule doesn't matter a hill of beans because you have to play them and everybody else had to play them. I've been loving your expressions lately. Somebody <laughs> actually tweeted at me the other day. You said, make hay. Make hay. Yeah, yeah and he's they, right. They tweeted at me the explanation of that saying that when you make hay in the sun or something, then mm-hmm. it's, it's just a very beautiful <laughs> saying. <laughs> See, you're learning. You're learning. I am learning. Especially if you listen. Now, David Irving will play 3-Tech this week. and yeah. And that's going to be an interesting thing because – now that opens up different opportunities for Taco and everybody around there. Do you guys think that Taco can have a big game this weekend? Should he have a big game this weekend? He's going to get his first sack. I told you that yesterday. Prediction by a teammate? Yeah. yeah. Agreeing with Crawford. I'd like to see him I'd like to see him be more consistent. I really would. I mean, if he's going to get more snaps, be consistent every snap. Don't play. Don't get your first sack and then go away for five plays. Mm-hmm. Kind of build on that. Find a way. Hey, if you're going to have some success, if you're going to play, I always say this: play technique. You know, give those coaches a reason to keep you in there. Be be a, be a difference maker today. Well, he talked about I think a couple of weeks ago. You need, and it's kind of like running backs. You know, more plays you get, you get into a rhythm. So, and Brian's talked about well, you earn those snaps, and then you get. So, if he's if he's locked in for thirty plus snaps, we'll see. Maybe it's an opportunity for him to build. A rhythm as a rusher, rushing. I think he needs down after confidence. Down. I think he really does. I think he's. I watched him that play after the play the other day when he when he gets Joe Staley off balance. He's got a shot. He falls down after the play. You see him like take his hands and like slam in his head because he knew he knew he he done the right thing to get yeah. home on the rush, and he didn't finish it. I think he needs some confidence, and if he could get two or three or four plays in a row. Where he's having some success, where the you know he gets some, say he's in there and he gets two of the three plays, he makes a tackle and a run, or gets pressure, knocks a ball down, tips. I think that would help him. I think he just needs some success, and he hasn't had that yet. And once he gets some, maybe he'll turn the corner a little bit on that. Now it's going to be a slippery field. Yeah, uh, I and didn't it, think about that. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needs longer spikes. Uh, he just needs taco. A.S. Charlton. Always something. He needs. He just needs to have some good plays, some successful plays, and I and I, it'll get him into a rhythm. We we've seen him at Michigan. You know, he he'd have games where he'd have four or five really good plays, and you're like, man, okay, he's good. I I, I could see why Dallas did what they did, but you know, he hasn't had that yet. And we've seen him in some practices have a couple of good rushes. He well, just, we saw it in the preseason. Yeah, he just can't get. He's not consistent enough doing it. And that and that's that's a big issue. On the other side of the ball, do you think that Lyle Collins is more confident this week going up against somebody like Ryan Kerrigan than he might have been 
to start the season. He's seen a lot of big-time defensive ends. Right. Yeah, you're right. I, I think it's got to serve him well, right? When, even start dating back to preseason where you get a few snaps against Khalil Mack. He's, it's been a, a row of – Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and he's he's the best player on their defense, this, other than Josh Norman. Yeah, this is one of those you keep an eye on. This is, and I I could see Dallas using some max protection here, and they'll they'll try and. But yeah, you move if you move Kerrigan over to the other side, who are you getting him against? Tyron Smith. Oh, okay, you really don't want to do that if you're, you know, if you're a Greg Minuski. You want to say, okay, we'll take our chances with uh, with Lyle Collins. But Lyle Collins, I feel like, has played pretty well. He hasn't been the weak link. In this offensive line, I know people were saying, oh, there's a lot of changes and this and that and the other. But I, I think overall, he's been pretty consistent. I was using the word consistent. I'll use it right there with him. But uh, it's it's not going to be easy. Ryan Kerrigan is a relentless come after you guy down after down after down. He's going to, you know, he's a hard guy to when they boot waggle to get to the outside because he doesn't get fooled. He's just not going to come flying down inside. So you have to almost play to the echo of the whistle when you're playing against him. You got to finish him off. You can't let him come back in and chase a play or chase a ball. If, if Dak's running around the pocket, you got to make sure Kerrigan's taken care of because if you don't, he's the one that's going to make the tackle more so than anybody else on that defense. Put a bullseye on him in the running game. Make him play the run. Don't let him have the freedom to just rush the passer. Let his little skinny butt have to play the run. Skinny butt? Is that like Jack Rabbit on the Giants? Maybe. <laughs> Depends <laughs> how you interpret that. When he's an outside linebacker. Yes. Make him play the run. Yes. Get the, get the ball on the edge. And, and if he's got to respect the run, it's going to slow down his pass rush. Yeah. So run on him. I was just saying that Lyle Collins probably feels a lot better about seeing him over there than somebody like Vaughn Miller. Well, but this guy's a really good pass rusher. This guy's good. You know, no, good I, I know that. I know that. But I feel like Lyle Collins, you're no, talking about building up confidence. Nobody wants to see Vaughn Miller. You're absolutely right about that. But I, I think that you have to be careful with this guy. I really, really do. I mean, it, to me, this this guy will attack you, and he'll attack the edge. He's got pass rushers. Vaughn Miller's the same way. Vaughn Miller's got quickness, explosiveness. This guy's got a little bit more power, and he's got a little bit more link to him, and he's a little bit more of a, like I say, a longer guy to get into you and get rid of you. So it, it, be careful with this guy. Alfred Morris had a touchdown last year when the Cowboys headed up to Washington. Of course, that was his first game back since they'd let him go in free agency. Well-loved up there. Well, well, well loved. loved. Yeah, he went out before the game. If you remember, you're yep. on the you get on the field three hours before everybody else, and he was going out and shaking hands with all the the people that work in the stadium and stuff. They, I mean, they all go up and I mean, he's a big uh, he's a big part of what their community was really all about with the Redskins. Yeah, they loved him up there, and yeah. I wonder if he'll still do the same in the rain. Mickey and I will keep our eyes posted in our trench coats. Do the same in the rain. Play as well. Talk, no, if oh, Alfred talk about, Morris will oh, be talking oh, to those people. Oh. His stadium fam. He'll, yeah. get, he'll get them underneath. Yeah. By the That's locker true. Room. That's a good point. We'll have to look for that. Yeah. Alfred Morris. What a guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. Winning oh. touchdown last year. Winning touchdown. All right, everybody. Join us tomorrow for our Friday show as Mickey will probably be choosing Demarcus Lawrence. But, you know, you got to see what Rob and Brian. Tank's coming for you. Tank's coming for you. So join us then. We will be back. Same place, same time tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,